0: Yay. Welcome and thank you for tuning in with another Eco Sophie sharing this time around cryptocurrency and this digitalization of a world that um, progressively seems to become more complex in that technological environment. And yet, maybe there's a different way to relate to all of it. And I feel there is approach to that can benefit many. If after this 40-minute dense rant um, in which I dive in and out um, through human ecology um, interpersonal, interpersonal relating to what may be resisting in us, what may be feeling an attraction towards the whole exploration of it all, heroes journeys, the grander visionaries in the space, Um, how do we make sense, where to put our energy, how to align ourselves or not. All of this is just an open space for exploration. And if you feel to reach out afterwards because you're intrigued or you're confused or you feel attracted to learn more or hear more or just sound something out in reflection, just know that all of that is welcome. Um, So, yeah, eco eco-sophie in this sense, is a word that I kind of combined and then I found somebody that actually put a really beautiful quotation together for it. It's it's really kind of like a deep spiritual engagement with what life is doing in and of itself. It's the wisdom of nature. And it's just a beautiful lens through which I like to engage, which I call the syntropic lens, Um, to this world of finance and in this regard I have a fantasy of launching the Brave coin or the token within the Brave New Life community and this is something that in our social media um, ecosystem I have um, kind of worked enough towards to be able to run a beta test with it. And with that, I thought, wouldn't it be lovely to just talk about what, you know, this whole world of money even is. And a couple of years ago, um, I found a really beautiful way to relate to it because I I made a new friend and he was quite radical in some of his thinkings and he called money just non-valuables. And he, he, he doubled that off and he said, well, it's all just human damage. And and I was like, wow, that's 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 pretty radical too, you know. Cause I was born into this world where money is just part of, of and money is just money and we all just know what it is, right? What well, do we really know what it is? And many of us know that it's none of the things that we were necessarily told it was, because it actually doesn't really exist, but it does exist. And what is human damage in this concept or in this context is grown ups grown-up human beings that are practicing fantasies without comprehending that they are fantasies. So, human beings that are practicing fantasies as if it is reality without comprehending that it isn't reality. And when you think about that and when you sit with that, that is what is going on on the earth a lot. And. The distinction being that it's grown up human beings because a lot of children know exactly when they're entertaining fantasies and they love it. It's a great space to be in. There's absolutely nothing wrong with fantasies. But when we entertain them as if they are real without comprehending that they're not real, damage ends up at some level occurring. Um, And that is just from looking back at sort of the impact of what believing things to be true that are not true kind of results in. Um, power over another human being, being worth more than somebody else. Kings, queens, royalty, lords, dukes, all of these concepts that are somehow associated to some form of uh, expression of wealth or royalty or whatever bloodline ideology people may entertain around it. They're all human-created fantasies. They have no actual basis in reality. And so when I got to explore money from that perspective a lot of quote-unquote pennies really dropped quite fast because i was still trying to work out what is money and what about the banks and what about the federal reserve and i was trying to rationally wrap my head around the historical foundations the corruption the the misleading the oof the everything that one could go down the rabbit hole with in terms of money and i was like wow it's it's all it's all one big human created participatory quote-unquote reality that we kind of agreed upon works that way but it's a very um parasitical and it's a very entropic form of actually Um, replicating what happens in nature and so this is where syntropic agroforestry comes into the picture because energy exchange is happening everywhere in nature you go into the mycelial network under the ground and you go and work out how trees communicate with each other and you check in with how nature is actually, in terms of aromas and in terms of colors and in terms of emanation of frequency and energy, is all exchanging information and is in exchanging energy, is exchanging nutrients, is exchanging services. The bees are pollinating the flowers. We are in an exceptionally rich world where energy exchange is the currency of life. And that currency, the best way that I've found to articulate it, is a currency of love. It's an unconditional flowing form of energy exchange where the trees are never saying, oh, no, 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 now you ain't getting that because uh, because um, I don't want you to have that. It's that nature is in such syntropic harmony with itself that The posing question, and this is something that is still somewhat existing in human ecology um, in the Japanese cultures and some of the other more, what we may be calling timid cultures, if we understand them a little bit. In Japanese culture, it is custom, so to speak, that you would never put somebody to a choice point where they would have to say no. Now that's a huge thing. So men would never actually juxtapose themselves or a, a woman into a space, and this is traditional because now we're in the Western epoch, and um, a lot have gone kind of sideways. But in in tradition, there has been an honoring that we we engage with each other so that the the freedom, the liberty, and the um, the, the the need. To express I I don't want that is not being entered into because that is having to say I have boundaries around this I don't want that to happen in nature nature doesn't operate like that there's not a tree that says no I'm not gonna give you that because there's nothing that says hey I want something from you because there is no parasitical constellation in the centropic nature of life now that's a bold statement to make But once someone has gone through the study of Syntropy and has has really looked at life through this renewed viewpoint that is so different from what we have been shown, taught, what we have been brought up with and what we were born into. We have been born into an artificially induced state of consciousness that has come to believe that there is lack and scarcity there is a need to control there's a need to securitize and protect because other if i don't do that then it is trauma-based mind control and if we track it down through time it is just grown-ups practicing fantasies as if it's reality without comprehending that it isn't grown-up human beings practicing entropic belief systems that they don't even know because they're unexamined assumptions about reality, but there have been those that have been seeking power, there have been those that have been seeking relevancy, there have been those that weren't just as traditional indigenous kings there to be the king to serve their people because natural leadership exists in every species. Um, There have been damaged humans that have sought gratification for themselves call it the ego I call it human damage and it's led humanity down a pathway if we track it back it's the age of Empire it's the age of reason it's the glorification of mind it's all this artificialized scientific rubbish that has all been conjured up and it's come all the way back from the Greek era into the roman era and we can follow it all through and it's been very patriarchal it's very male driven and we can say well that's just the the greater cycle between the feminine and the masculine energy on 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 our planetary human ecology and i would say yeah that's a really nice way to just let all of it just kind of off the cuff and be like no it's we are here now do we continue the transgenerational hand down of trauma, or do we find a way to enter into a syntropic relationship with life, which is a loving relationship with life and all our relationships? And so, what in Eco Sophie comes forth in, in many of the sharings that uh, I've done without even calling them Eco Sophie in the past is that the indigenous mind song really becomes very evident. And the indigenous mind song is, is attached and connected to the hearts knowing of peoples of the earth that remember the interrelatedness of all of life that remember that the 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 strategies and the patterns of life are not only sacred and in relationship with each other to serve each other to to generate and procreate and and foster into motion more of itself more of life they've also retained the awareness on how to be in a serving relationship as the individual species that we are. But those indigenous voices and those indigenous peoples, because they have retained a syntropic way of remaining connected to the spirited nature of life, they haven't defended their truth in the sense that the syntropic nature of life being what we can observe as the truthful reality that that does exist, it doesn't need to promote itself. The truth doesn't have to bring up all sorts of um, additional arguments or additional concepts to substantiate its own existence. In that sense, um, nature isn't trying to promote what it's doing, it just is. And so what I like to relate to nature as a human being, too, is that it's just in the business of isness. That's just what it's really good at, and it's really successful at that operation. And as I have talked in the past about succession, which is one of the study fields in centropic agroforestry that that looks at how life follows life onward through phases of succession. And when we understand this um, in a comprehensive manner, we can plan out our agroforest for the next 50 years, but plant everything today. It's just about how do we... We can plant the radishes, the lettuces. I'm living in the tropics, so I would plant the taros, I would plant the cankungs I would plant the parsleys, the cilantros, the herbs, I would plant the vines, I would plant the tubers, I would plant the creepy crawlers, I would plant the pioneer species, I would plant the very fast fast growing pine species, I would grow the harder wood I would plant the harder wood species. Um, like cowrie pines and and other such rosewood type um, hardwoods I would plant the mango trees and the durian trees and the mango trees and all the bananas that I would like and I would plant coconuts in there because they all come to fruition and maturity at a different stage at a different time um, maturing place on the timeline that that agroforest will be in existence. Um, And then my job as a human being will be to manage that ecosystem. And so the study of syntropic agroforestry allows us to also see what our natural role and function as a human being in the natural world can be. One of the great functions of syntropy and the study of syntropic agroforestry is that it takes humans out of judgment. Because everything that we've been told and taught has come out of an industrial mentality and actually when we observe what life is doing we can discover that most of what we have been taught is actually not even true there there is no such thing as weeds at best you can call them volunteer species or you can call them just very benevolent contributors And, and the reason being is that one of the kind of core notions that I derived out of centropic agroforestry and this is where we'll very soon we'll go into this crypto space is that everything in life is performing a function with purpose everything in life I mean like everything everything in life is performing a function with purpose that that is ongoingly active and in our human individuated experience There's a lot of things that we don't see or have no awareness of that they're even in our field. The reason that they're not coming up into our awareness is because they're not performing a function with purpose. And what is the function of purpose that a lot of things that come into our field are performing for us is that we as human beings are wired to be sovereign, free and whole both spiritually, emotionally, psychologically and physiologically thriving in ourselves. We have been bonsai as a human species by the quote-unquote damaged powers that were and in that we've been kind of over the course of many 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 generations been kind of cultured into a way of relating to life and reality that actually isn't the full story it's his story and it's certainly not her story and it never was her story because his story is a very limited narrative of what actually is real the funny thing is though is that if everything in life is performing a function with purpose and if the predominant function with purpose for me is to return to my wholeness when things come into my reality and i emotionally react for instance then I have a lot of opportunity to do work within and find those parts and pieces that still wanna come home and I'm not gonna go into disassociation being a totally real and totally witnessable and totally, it's an amazing field, the internal landscape of our human biological form. What I want to go into in relationship to the, the function that all of life is performing with, with purpose is that where we are today The industrial complex, the extractive, destructive, corrosive, erosive, pollutive, whatever we want to call it, Western approach to life and reality in the name of economy and progress, I suppose, is all performing a function with purpose. On the individuated level, to return us to our sovereignty, remind us of our initial and innate freedom, and we get an opportunity to do that ourselves nobody's gonna take you by the hand and say all right well here's my magic wand now you can be sovereign that is something that unfortunately and yet at the same time cosmically very beautifully we have a response ability we have the ability to respond to the circumstances and events it's just very currently I could still say unfortunate that we have been so severely dedicated but the study of centropic agroforestry and the relationship re-engaging with life um, and restoring that dissolves one very beautiful um, aspect of reality um, that in our Western world we have really lost touch with, and it's called death. The Western world has a totally entropic, um, fear-based, trauma-based, avoidance-based, commercialized way of relating to the process of death. Process is an, death is an intimate part of the process of life, and you couldn't have life with, without death. And when we study centropic agroforestry and we look at succession, one great-grandfather tree comes down in the rainforest because he's lived its life. And he takes down many other branches of other trees, and sunlight hits that ground again, and new sprouts can come and emerge. We could say, "Well, that tree is dead now. No, that tree is full of life. Because life is full of life. Whether it's a little molecule, it's full of life. Whether it's a human body, it's full of life. Whether it's a tree that falls over, it is full of accumulated biodiversity. And this is one of the main strategies that we can derive through observation of the natural world around us is that what life is what life is working towards is accumulating more quantity and more quality of consolidated life into its ecosystem. So there is an ongoing accumulation of quality and quantity of consolidated life so life consolidated into more life is continuously being consolidated into more quality and more quantity of life and so that is what is happening on the earth in nature in the actual living reality now one may say well how when are we gonna make this jump into the crypto digital world and in computer and tech and and fiberglass wire cables and Wi-Fi and 5G towers, and how does that have anything to do with nature? Well, it is a very consolidated form of life. It's been life that has been changed. It all came from the Earth, uh, to the best of my knowledge. Um, yes, there have been some alien spacecraft, and there has been some back engineering going on, but most of what we have and are working with, like my little telephone here, and your um, paintings on the wall and the bed that you're on or, or the shoes that you wear, everything comes from the earth. And so everything has just changed form. And that is because we as a human species have gone through an uh, extractive process. And where we are with all of that now is that we can make use of the function of all that quote-unquote destructive orientation. And just very neutrally look at it and just question the function what is it performing and because in Syntropy we look at life through time we question the function of its succession and so when we look at money and we look back at money where it started with bags of coins and Robin Hood and and the Dukes and the, and all of that you know the golden chests and and whatever other hollywood narratives we've been sold about it um treasure rubies coins shiny metal objects um that has been one succession and it's very obvious that we are currently on the earth entering into a different succession a digitalized form of a human created fantasy that never was real but you know you could touch it and try to bite the coin he can't eat it we are now moving very obviously and it's very already here into a next successional expression of the concept of money and the concept of energy exchange which is a very natural form and so what I witness humanity doing through this process of expanding its technological capacity the conceptual values underpinning the crypto world are very closely resembling and are coming closer and closer and closer, particularly when people start becoming familiar with what Holochain is and are familiarizing themselves with a few of the more syntropic oriented projects like the Earth dollar. Um, there is a consciousness of returning home to innate natural understandings that humanity is regaining access to, not through the indigenous world, but through the technologicalization of what we are doing in this great ramping up that we are all in, whether we like it or not. You can go to the forest, you'll get great reception there, um, because there's a great connection with, with nature, But there won't be any Wi-Fi however if you come out of that space again then um, the digital world is still ongoingly advancing now the challenge with coming to relate with this digital advancement from a place that I would call syntropic is that a lot of people are unfortunately very jaded and unresolved with what I call the world of men and so what this what this crypto world in in large swaths is a, a great re-emergence of it is the individuated leadership or reclamation of the masculine because I can tell you there's not a ton load of women that are totally down in the crypto space launching all the projects This is a very head-heavy environment that um, is operated in a lot by men. And I'm not, I'm not wanting to make a, a distinction, it's just an observation that it's for a lot of feeling-based human beings that are more in tune with their femininity. Um, it's not necessarily the most attractive space, but some people are experiencing a great repelling, a great like, oh, I don't want to have anything to do with that. This has to do that technology comes out of the world of men um, and gosh, you know, where do we need to start in order to find our jadedness, our, our our traumas? The reality is that none of us were raised by our parents that said, look, we're using this thing called money and it's not actually real. But we have all kind of agreed that it's, it's working for us to, to be able to get the things that we want now and that's where our parents would have left it a child goes okay so money is not real that's good good well let's 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 go use money because you said that it's working and so with 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 that part missing we've been led to believe that money is real that money is needs and needs and needs and it's challenges and some people have been very prosperous and very effective in this world Um, I've not necessarily been one of those because I went through some great early childhood imprinting around the world of men and money because my parents lost everything while my mom was pregnant with me which has given me some great great trauma based um, imprinting that has made me a total community oriented mammal so to speak so benefits of trauma, the blessings of of human damage. Where I see that um, I'd like to take future conversations towards is to kind of melt the frozen or the friction energy towards the crypto world. And that is not something that you can dissolve or soften yourself into by just having more exposure to it. Uh, that's actually probably just going to perform a function with purpose to kind of trigger a little bit more of the "Ah, I don't really like this space because there may very well be something in the underbelly that is still alive in our own cells that speaks of the damage that we experienced in relationship to the world of men and so archetypally speaking this is something that I go into in some of my internal landscape navigation in how to restore wholeness, is that archetypally there's the world of the mother and there's the world of the father. And innate in nature, the the, the primary he, as I like to call it, has natural talents, gifts and qualities that are natural to him to be expressing. And in our human ecology, we as younglings, as babies, we actually innately anticipate those natural qualities to be forthcoming and to be informing us so that we can come to know who we are. And the same goes for the mother, which is the world of love. And it's the world of nurture, and it's the world of nature. And she is naturally wired to perform very beautiful, innate functions that we can also witness in how other mammals are um, it's not the father that is suckling the the little youngling on the tit um, because that's just not how it's quote-unquote designed and so there are archetypally different aspects of reality and the centropic orientation is the world of nature Is the innate and intrinsic awareness, is the world of love, is the world of nurture, and I'm not wanting to enter into the, is it nature or nurture, is it the environment, or is it that kind of philosophical conversation, I've kind of moved past because when we return to a centropic way of relating to life, we, we get an opportunity to feel again, to feel with ourselves what ourselves innately know, about what is true and not necessarily what is right or what is wrong because that doesn't actually exist in the full reality, in in this existence, in this creation. Um, Everything, however, is performing a function with purpose. And what I just want to um, leave, kind of like today's kind of rough opening into the crypto space with is that it's a fascinating new frontier in which men are stepping up while the world is going through what is called the great reset that is run and operated by psychopathic totally damaged distorted confused satanic luciferic you you want to put any of those sounds on there if you dig far and deep enough it's all there There are currently, and I'm not excluding women in this space at all, but the beautiful thing that I witness is that there are very beautiful, grounded, earth-connected men and also a whole bunch of really weird, out-there tech people um, that have no connection with nature. There's a masculine increase into this space that seems to have a possibility to really go wrong to really go into the world of AI and the metaverse and everything that we, that we know is not necessarily where we want to be controlled by corporate oligarchies um, any longer. And so where I want to have the conversation around crypto is around love, is around finding those leaders that share, that want to express to others how one can become more free more prosperous more emancipated in this great great time where our current economic system and the current succession is over the short span of the next coming very short years going to be entirely i would say Destroyed except for the places like Bali where cash money is never going to (laughs) leave the ecosystem because the micro economy is so resilient here There's no way that nobody has a card here with traditional banking and so what we're talking about is the Western world and The Western world is going through a great transition. It's a total planned takedown of people's assets people's rights, people's freedoms, in a corporatizational modality under the guise of this whole COVID um, fantasy that has all been just a big dreamt up corporate pipe dream and it's working very well in their favor. But the real question about all of this is, with all this information of what's in the pipeline looming at us, how can we cultivate An ability to see with eyes unclouded, as to how to navigate these coming years. How do we, do we, is it wise to participate in this crypto space? Because aren't we just gonna be feeding the beast? Aren't we just going to be signing our soul over to, you know, Bill Gates through something, something, somehow? And this is the space that I'd like to, um, from a centropic place, Um, like to really just sound out the inspiration that do your housekeeping within if there is anything that you feel is not feeling in resonance to question where does that come from where does that sit on your timeline where is that holding you back there's no need to participate in any of this there's no need to be afraid of what is to come because when we engage in a syntropic way of relating to life we befriend death we understand that death is an intimate part of life and unfortunately but in the full reality without being emotionally attached to it we're gonna lose a tremendous amount of human life on this earth that is already in the making. The injections have already been made. Like this is, and, and it's in the guidestones, it's in the handbooks, it's in the communist manifestos, it's in the, however far you want to go down. It, it is in all those little pamphlets and all those secret societies, something that is of an obscure fantasy. And I comprehend, and I've written to, towards this in my course in Syntropy extensively, the war of Satan against the hidden hand of God. And the beautiful thing is that life keeps winning because life keeps living, life keeps giving life and this technological wave that is just about to kind of make itself known to the world at large, this crypto space can be either a space that we run away from or it can be a place that we choose to participate in even from the fringes, maybe just supporting somebody, maybe just being open towards the concept and that is best done in open curiosity, taking ourselves out of judgment and just questioning, so what what could this lead towards? And I've sat with that question for a very long time but I'm not going to give you my premonitions of it, I just wanted to give you a really big heavy dump of syntropically relating to a lot of quote-unquote information as to what is here with us, what we are experiencing and where our cells from within our being can find bioresonant attunement to whether something serves the syntropic strategies that life operates on is this crypto fantasy that I want to entertain based on prosperity is it based on collaboration is it based on transparency is it based on unconditional love is it based on growth and expansion is it based on freeing more up to enable us to actually what we really came here to do these are the relevant questions to ask and if any of these questions are answered by the by the answer yeah actually it is then that may help to kind of free us up a little bit towards the concept of crypto because I'm not here to sell it I just know it's going to be an amazing transformational tool in the return of humanity to a more nature-based way of relating to life. Because we are not gonna go back to nature and study nature and sit in nature altogether to learn how to grow food, to then realize, oh wow, we forgot this all along. No, we're gonna actually develop the technological and organizational um, infrastructure through systems like DAO, decentralized autonomous organizations, that will restore the consciousness of us as a human species being responsible for the stewardship of this, our earth as a whole. And currently it looks like the mining and all the tech infrastructure is weighing so heavy. Humans are part of life. Humans are interdependent with life. And humans have it in their heart based on their syntropic nature to care for life. And so we may look, as, we may look at it that we are going through a intense acceleration of the technological kind of pool on Mother Earth's resources, but what's gonna come out of this is a tremendous wave of what you may call green energy, free energy, light energy. We are going to set so much free as a human species. And I truly believe that what is being pioneered by only 3% of the human population as we speak is going to have a huge impact in the restoration of our liberties, our freedom, our collaboration, our ability to restore, regenerate and repurpose our own individual human families reason for even being here on this earth Um, this is the great school we came at a great time and I think that it is just a, a beautiful space to be open and to be able to question the function if we have emotional reactions to the world of man how we may dissolve that within so that we may return home to Syntropy more ourselves. That is my 50-minute rant on Syntropy in human ecology and the um, cryptic, cryptographic space that I've been exploring and I hope that it's been entertaining and I hope that maybe you have a new thought or two or some curiosities. And um, I have nothing to sell, I have no pitch to make, I have no program to join at the moment because EcoSophie is just a space to feel, a space to be, and a space to curiously be open to remember more of what we can. So if anybody has a question, if anybody wants to just um, say something, I welcome the floor is open. You can unmute yourself. and. Um, I'll, I'll be happy to just relate with anybody that has anything to say. I am gonna take a sip of water. Paul, you're muted. I saw your mouth move, but... Jonathan. There's uh, uh, that many? Yeah, sorry. Jonathan, do you wanna go first, sorry? Uh, all you, Paul. I'll go after you. Okay. Sorry. Wow, I'm glad I knew you before this call, mate, cause that was a mouthful. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd just gone off the planet for a second there. I thought, what's he all about now? No, brilliant. Excellent presentation. Uh, just just three observations, because you've come along with your lavish there, the it's not I just want to put... If you want, you can email me at support at brave new um, You can contact me through my website personally at sovereignsharing.net. There's many ways that you can find a way to reach out if that feels relevant. For now, simply enjoy.